This is Michael from the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network, and you're listening to Redemption, part of the RPG Academy Network, and we are damn proud to have them. This is Redemption, an actual play podcast set in the Star Wars role-playing game system with Chris Burlew as the GM and also the droid R3A1. We're over the planet and I don't know where to go. Kendall Jung as the Twi'lek former Padawan, Karel. Are we doing beatings then? Because I'm kind of feeling that right now. Michael Waldschlager II as the Duros pilot, Tazi. Patch the ship, take whatever you need from this carking spaceport, we're getting out of here. And Nathan Robinson as the Nautilin gunner, Ko. I'm a big non-trusty boo-boo, it's fine, whatever. With special guest, Danny Neary as Varita. Episode 309, Emergency Flight. On the moon of Naos 3, the crew has been reunited with Kale, but come under attack from a group of people trying to kill them. As pieces of the Kralitz Fang and exploded enemy ships rain down on the town below, Tazi watches in horror as one of the falling ships almost lands on top of Isla, leaving her mortally wounded. Now the crew must fight for her life, as well as their own, and try to escape this cunningly laid trap. Tazi's trying to make some final adjustments on this concussion missile, and suddenly this large explosion, the sound of this ship grinding into the ground and sliding past us, uh, we turn to see Isla clipped by a piece of the wreckage, and Tazi drops everything he's doing and, and runs over to try and grab her and pull her back to safety. Okay. She's quite injured, but still alive. Tazi, as he's pulling her, he says, just stay with me, Isla, stay with me. Back up top, there is one ship that is coming back in uh, from what's still the back of the ship, because you haven't turned around yet. And he misses, but he has three advantages. So whoever goes next takes a black die. So he comes in and he's firing and spinning. And Corel, you're thinking, God, this guy's a little kind of crazy the way he's move maneuvering. And he flies super close to the ship, and you kind of jerk the controls just a little bit uh next pc so you have two that are still attacking you guys so. okay all right i'm gonna keep on the one in front of us ko go ahead and hit it so i'm gonna do stay on target for my maneuver and i am going to attempt to like with one hand curl's got the 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 yoke of the ship keeping it under control with the other hand she's like trying to reroute power through damage systems i'm gonna try and do damage control okay we're over two-thirds damaged so that's, I believe, going to be a, uh, a hard check. Just average. Okay. So. so Corellis attempting to reroute power through the systems, and nothing she's doing seems to have any effect on the ship. So I rolled one failure. Okay. Uh, next PC. KO. So there's two left. One that's smoking pretty bad, and one that looks... Well, Untouched. I'm going to try for the one that uh, is smoking pretty bad. Okay. Just to finish that off. Three damage, so nine more damage. Okay. Des describe how it... So basically, K.O., uh, they we've done a turnaround, and he he's nice and steady on target, um, and uh, spins around, aims, and fires right into the smoke, billowing smoke, and it just explodes off into uh, the wilderness of ice and snow. Okay. It's A1's turn. He is tapping into the ion cannon because he was told to fire at him. 
he's going to fire away. So A1 fires and you see the ion bolt hit it and you see the little sparks go along it and then camera jumps over to Tazi and Isla. She's wounded. Does she appear to be bleeding? Is she? Can I not see wounds? Like she just appears to be injured. Oh no! There's a piece of, of metal sticking out of her side. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, this is gonna hurt. Hold, hold. Grab my hand. She grabs your hand, and Tazi's gonna make a medicine check to try and. Okay. Uh, so Tazi, uh, medicine check. Uh, difficulty three uh, with a black die because there's all this kind of chaos going on around. Do you want to flip one of these before you roll? Uh, yes, I am going to flip the light side to upgrade one of my dice. Um, so I failed with one advantage. Okay. Tazi, as gently as he can, grabs the the piece of shrapnel sticking out of Isla's side, starts pulling on it a little bit, and she screams <laughs> and just straight passes out. Yep. And, he, and Tazi, like, her scream makes Tazi, like, let go of the, the shrapnel. Okay. Uh... Back to the top, so it'd be uh, PC. All right, I'm going to go ahead and true aim again. Okay. Uh, triumph uh, and a success, and I can crit. Okay. Two crits, then? Two crits. Uh, I got an 82. Okay. You fire, and you hit the uh, shield generator on the ship. So its shields are completely knocked offline. Sweet. So no more black die for hitting it. And then um, that would be seven points of damage. All right. Got it. Uh, next PC. Uh, Carl's just going to do stand target and attempt another damage control. Okay. No. So she tries to reroute some power through the ship, and the ship actually bucks a little. So the next person to go on the ship will take a black die. Okay. Because she misroutes the power through one of the uh, one of the engine conduits and causes the whole ship to just kind of like almost hiccup in place. All right. Just as somebody goes and to fire, the last one he's going to be very brave and stay the course. The last ship comes in, uh, coming up from the side, so he's going to try to hit the ship. Okay. Uh, seven damage. He comes in, so he comes in from the starboard side, hits the ship, pops out on the port side, uh, kind of in the back, and then A1 is going to fire at him with the ion cannon. So A1 fires the ion cannon and does no effect to the ship. Uh, what would Tazi like to do? Tazi's torn. Um, he's trying to comfort Isla as best he can, but she's panicked and passed out he's going to to turn from isla he's going to give himself two strain okay to put the concussion launcher tube up to his shoulder and just and fire. blind fire at this ship okay uh so your silhouette is uh two less than the target so you are at difficulty easy i'm going to say since this is an improvised weapon or a weapon not designed to be fired the way you're firing it you're going to get a black die for that and then I would say you're pretty emotional right now, so I'd throw another black die in there. Tazi's going to take a moment, take a very deep breath, and do his best to aim this explosive tube on his shoulder. And I'm flipping a light side to upgrade a die. Okay. That is three successes and two threats. Tazi does his best 
estimation of where that starship is going and leads the shot just enough, taps the two wires together to shoot that uh, missile off. It launches from his shoulder and uh, impacts the, the enemy ship and goes up in a giant ball of flame. Tazi wearily like drops the tube from his shoulder and then like turns back and just drops to his knees and throws his hand up to his comm and says, K.O., get down here. I need you now. K.O. doesn't really say anything because it seems serious and doesn't want to make a weird statement. So anyone looks at Krell. Uh, down, please. Now. That's going to happen pretty definitely. Yes. We're really badly shot up. I'm, I'll land it as best I can. I'm going to try and do, like, an emergency landing right next to him. Okay. So just, K.O. is, like, climbing out of the gunnery pod, um, but you notice that the cyber league is actually malfunctioning. Like, some of the servos aren't running correct, um, and you see him visibly in pain. Uh, and oddly enough, it looks like it's bleeding, but it's, I mean, obviously, it's just the, the internal, like, stuff to it um, while he runs to the back, and you hear him rummaging, and then you hear a lot of cursing from back there. All right. And before you roll, Corral, A1 is going to assist you. So I rolled, so give yourself two blue die. Okay. I got a success and a threat. Okay. And it's a hard landing, so the ship's going to take one more strain. As we land, you again hear more ruffling and rattling. Curl hits the switch to drop the ramp, gets up, turns to run from the cockpit, like slips in this hydraulic fluid, turns and gives A1 a look. What? I, I didn't lie there. I told the uh, truth the entire time. And I run out of the ship A1's to go find them. Going right with you. I've got my full med bag and all the good, all the accoutrement. Okay. As we're running up, uh, I toss a uh, stem pack towards Corel. Take care of him quickly. And I slide, uh, mostly kind of collapse next to Isla, and I begin to do medicine. Okay. So I, I begin to check to make sure I can pull, if I can pull it out, can I pull it out, can I not pull it out, do we need to move her into the ship, all that okay. good stuff, so I'm going to do a medicine check. So make a hard medicine check, so three. It hurts a lot, because I'm not good at it, but you get five, you get five, uh, four. Four wounds back? He used one earlier. Oh, okay. Four wounds back. An advantage. You slap the pack on Tazi okay. and he doesn't even react. Yeah, yeah I know. K.O., with your advantage, you're able to stabilize her. I'm going to flip the dark side over to light side, but you know that her injuries require an actual hospital and somebody who specializes in derose anatomy. But you have her stabilized. She's right. not bleeding anymore. She's she alive. She'll die immediately. Yep. And you can move her onto the ship. All right. Uh, I kind of turn, like, uh, I adjust, and I am I was on my knees at the time, but you can see that the leg keeps malfunctioning, so I kind of slide down to, my, to the, like, my backside, and I turn to, the, to you two. And it is Tazi awake now? Tazi's focused on Isla, and just, he's got, he's holding her hand. He's looking it, right at Isla. He's not really... All right. Kay is looking between Tazi and, and Corel, and he kind of looks at Corel. He's like... Karel, come here for a second. Karel. She walks over, just kneels next to you. What can I do? Uh, so, I don't know if I can actually carry her carefully enough uh, to the ship. We need to get her on the ship. Uh, and All right, I, don't hang, know, d- I got you. Where's the nearest? So, Karel is going to slide her, like, Ko's arm over her shoulder yeah. and lift him up. And then she reaches out with the force and picks Isla up, like, supporting her, like, like mm-hmm. there's an invisible backboard under her, and they start heading towards the ship. Okay. Uh, uh, Tuzzi, uh, buddy, um, do you know of any hospital or maybe some sort of Derosian outpost nearby? I, I, I'm, I'm shooting in the dark here. 
the only place we can take her that I know of is Duro. So we're going there, but we have to fix the ship first. Oh, sweet lord, buddy. Uh, all right. All right, let's just get in the ship and... Can we just we'll steal one step ship? at a time? Let's go. You know, until we fix the other one. Get in the ship. I'm going. Okay. Tazi uh, goes right up the gangplank, straight to the cockpit, kicks the kicks the engines on, and moves the ship back to the spaceport. Okay. So you, you move it over, and then A1 hooks everything up, and then A1 even calms Tazi. Uh... Umbilicals are hooked up, fuel's in, and we'll be good to fly soon. Um, I do really fast um, medicine on my cybernetic leg. So basically I'm triaging it as I would in a normal leg because that's what it's designed to do. I do basically stabilize it enough that I don't have to keep yeah. hobbling, hobbling around. I walk over to Tazi. You're heading toward the cockpit, K.O.? Yep. You run into Tazi as he's headed, coming back toward the gangplank. Okay. K.O. puts a hand on, on Tazi's chest and he's like, All right, look, it, it appears as though you care about this person. Tazi tries to interrupt you by literally swatting your hand away. Let go of me. Listen to me for a moment. I need you to go back to her, and I need you to keep a pressure on that wound. I don't know what that is doing inside of her right now. I, we, my surgical unit is completely destroyed. We had a hole in the back of it. I don't know what's going on right now. The only thing I can get from you is to do that. Is that okay? Can you do that for me? Yes, I will go do that. You get out there, help A1, I, patch the ship, take whatever you need from this carking spaceport. We're getting out of here. We will, we will. K.O. exits the ramp. So the K.O., A1, and Corel all go outside to start working on the ship. And A1 got a total of four successes and a triumph. So you're going to get four blue die and upgrade another die for the triumph on the damage control. And then I'm going to spend that light side point to upgrade my die also. Okay. I have three successes, a triumph, and five advantages. So we're going to get five hull trauma back because of my solid repairs ability. You get five system strain back. And with the triumph, can I erase our critical? Yes. Okay. All right. So basically after about a half hour of frenzied repairs and cobbling things together. We look real good. We look horrible. But the ship is airtight fueled and ready to launch yep okay so about 30 minutes later we all come trooping back in like drenched in sweat yeah even though it's frigid outside okay um where's tazi it's it's fine i walk into uh, our room and i'm like tazi hand her up we're good and he places his hand on the this co- the compress go tazi doesn't say anything he stands up beelines to the cockpit and starts flipping uh switches to get the engine spooling up a ones are is in the cockpit he just looks over. Uh, I already plotted the course. The course to Duro, right? Yeah, I assumed, since we have to find a specialist in Tarosian physiology. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, Tazi steals his gaze out the cockpit and lifts off to uh, to head into orbit. So anyone looks at Tazi, so uh, now what? I mean, we've got time, should we? And he turns his dome and looks back at the gunnery pod. The camera actually sees Corel, like, walking up from back into engineering towards the gunnery pod. So what, what do you think we should do? I don't want to do this now, but we may as well. We've got time. Corel walks up to the gunnery pod and, like, kind of takes her foot and taps at the closed port. Uh, it opens. Hello. She then sits, like, on the edge of it, so her feet are dangling now. <laughs> Fair. So, uh, you've vanished? I mean, that's one way to put it, yeah? I vanished. Uh, and your leg? That's new. I s- 
Yeah, the leg is new, yeah. <laughs> Literally. And figuratively, I suppose. It's leaking a little. Well, that was because I got shot. We all got shot then. Yes. Yeah, that's how that happens. Yep. So, uh... What in the cart made you think it was a good idea to run off on your own? Uh, mainly because I didn't want you to die. But, I mean, you know, selfish oh, me. My oh, bad. You didn't think we uh, we almost die on our own anyway? Yeah, we, Maybe we've, pretty much, you? we've pretty much established that, uh, that we could cause our own deaths at just about any minute. Yeah, we don't no, need so your help. Yet, no, Whether yeah. it's three of us or four of us, it's probably likely to happen. Yeah, no, well, at this moment in time, it was more of a very direct murder as opposed to what we get ourselves into normally. Did you see all those ships out there? That was pretty direct. That was also very direct, yeah. Yep, I saw that too. Do we know where they're from or why they attacked? Okay, these are very important questions, but right now we're interrogating Kale. Kale just kind of sits back in his pod and begins to work on his leg. Interrogation, got it. Anyone roll us down the way. Where do you... What's he... I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't teach him anything new. Well, of course not. You're not here. That, that's true, I suppose. And uh, way to give us a little warning about the museum in the middle of your claim. Also, I didn't know exactly what was there. I just knew it had stuff in it. You know, it was a mine and had money. A very nice sniper rifle. Oh. Well, and panties. Oh. Well, it, it didn't really have... St- Stuff in it per se. It, 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 it had the mind he's in talking it. about, not the panties. Well, that's fair. That's good. It'd be weird. What? What now? Nothing. It's fine. I don't. It's I not. was pointing out his little love nest slash sniper nest. It wasn't really a love nest. It was more like a getaway. Anyway. A romantic getaway. Yeah. No, no. About that time, Tazi and Karel, you notice A1's rolling up and he's got one of those in his little metal hand. He's got a little, a little hyper spray in his hand. He looks over at Tazi. Um, I got, I got some of the truth serum. Oh, no, 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 no. A1, no, um, we're not. Wait. Is that entertaining? That would be... I don't think I can handle no. full KO truth. I don't... I mean, that's not how we're going to do this. It, it, KO's going to choose to tell no, us what he l- wants to tell let's us. Let's try this. Shine your hollow projector on him. It, Turn it up to full brightness. over and turns it on. All right. Let's, where have you been for the last week huh? and a half? Uh, let's see. Um, an asteroid belt. Uh, Shad's ship. Uh, some black sun places. Uh, hey, hey, one, turn off the light. You just, we don't need the light. Is really bright. That. Yeah, I, I saw it in a hollow vid once. I no, no, I mean, it, him. I mean, it certainly it sets a mood. But I mean, it, he's squinting really hard, and yeah, it hurts. Yeah, it I mean, it's not. he's he's you know he needs all the moisture he's got. So fine. Oh no, but but keep going, please. Don't let me interrupt. Explain no, no. where you've been. Um, let's see. I've been to uh, Nohutta. Uh, I've also been to a couple of little places out on the rim. But uh, yeah, mostly just a uh, uh, shad ship. Yeah. So the whole thing about rescuing Ela Segura was that a lie? Nope, that's a real thing. Okay, correction. Was she actually in any danger? Yes. Okay, yep, because yes. see, he know too. You weren't with him. Why are you answering? Because he saw a video. Because Hicksa said she was. Yeah. Okay, just because Hicksa said it doesn't mean it's true. Eh? No, it's true. I mean, I, I talked to her on the on the hollow. So. Right, but you didn't see her, did you? I mean, I talked to her on the hollow. I, I mean, I know who she is. It's not like... No, you did not physically see Ayla Sakura. On a hollow, yeah. I think she's asking if you were in the same room with her. Inevitably, yeah. All right, this is getting nowhere. No. 
I'm telling you exactly what you've asked me. I don't know why this is so difficult. You asked me, where did I go? I answered the question. You asked me, did I talk to Ayla? Yeah. Is she in danger? Yeah. Then you said, did you ever get in the same room with her? Yeah, I did. Inevitably. Yeah. So... This is all inevitably stuff, right? means sooner or later in the future you'll get in the room with no, her. No, I did. I said inevitably That's I did. That's not what inevitably I means. I did. Did. So where right. is Ayla Sakura? I think she's at the Jedi Temple, I think. So you were in the phys- same physical room with her at the Jedi Temple while you were on the Outer Rim? No, she went to the Jedi Temple. I never said that I was in the Jedi Temple with her. All right. That's true. He you didn't. should uh, go uh, back to uh, law school. You would no, make an incredible no, lawyer. No, we are not going to do this this way. This is getting us nowhere. Are we doing beatings then? Because I'm kind of feeling that right now. No, no. I Wait, understand. Who, who are we beating? We're Kale. beating nobody. Why? Oh, my. Kale just shrugs. Crow gets up and just kind of theatrically, like, brushes her hands off and flicks her fingers towards Kao and turns and walks down the corridor towards the common area. Look, Kao, I'm sure you can understand why we'd be upset. I mean, not really, no. But, I mean, I get it. I mean, I know you're upset. It's not like I don't understand that you're upset. I just don't quite understand why you're upset with me. Totally. Now, I mean, I get it. Right, I understand it. I understand your reasoning. Like, I understand why you are... Well, if you understand the reasoning, then you'd understand why. No, not totally. Because you it's, you are ignoring the section of my explanation of you in immediate danger. And I understand you don't necessarily... You're like, we're always in danger. I get that. We always are in danger. I know that. But the point is, is that that was like there was a gun pointed at your head directly, you know, in your face. But you didn't see the gun. I saw the gun. And I ran away so that you didn't have the gun go off in your face. But that's fine. I get it. You're mad at me. I'm a big non-trusty boo-boo. It's fine. Whatever. Corel so- is, not surprisingly, overreacting a little on this. Well, I know. I mean, we like that's the only ex- people she trusts. I get it. That's to be expected. And, you know, I, I think... For lack of a better term, we are extended family, even in the short time we've been together, right? Right. So, when a family member just kind of up and leaves, it's upsetting. No, again, like I said, it's not that I don't understand that, you know, you can be upset. I'm just, like, I wish you would see it also from my direction where, you know... You were protecting us. I get it. I understand that piece of this. All right. Simply saying that, you know, there's a difference between protecting us and making us aware of the danger so that we could help protect. We could have gone into this together, or there is a possibility that we could have done this together, and maybe there would have been a different outcome. Maybe we all could have gone and found this weird ruin on the planet instead of the three of us going to try and go on a treasure hunt and literally find an old monastery that had nothing of actual value in it. Not to mention the innocent bystanders who got hurt. Kayla like, looks around. That's another thing that's not necessarily your fault, but it does directly impact the fact that like we went on this run without you and it, you weren't there. And all right, I mean, I suppose so that's I mean, not direct blame. It's not like orphans, was it? No, no, there's no orphans. All but right. uh, the person you put in a medically induced coma, right? Like, yeah, she, she was would dying. not be in a medically induced coma right now if it, if we had not gone on this treasure hunt. But I mean, we would have went on the treasure hunt anyway. Correct, but the the situation would have been different. I maybe we could have all been dead. There's a lot of ifs. There's a lot of what ifs. Yeah, no, that's true. Just accept the fact that running off without really telling us why. I mean, it, it it's certainly seems like you don't trust us. That's what that feels like. Even if your reasoning is different. I don't... See, this is where I was getting at earlier. You assume because I left 
not telling you is because I didn't trust you to do something. Rather, literally, they were going to blow up the ship that moment if I didn't go. So, do I not go, have you blow up and die, or do I go and finish it so that you don't die? Weird, that. I guess I chose the wrong one. I should have came back in the ship, and we all would have blown up together like a happy family then. You know, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, K.O. Maybe I, uh, maybe I just expected that there would be an easy answer, and there isn't. You're, you're, you know, you're right. There isn't an easy answer. I don't want an answer, Tozzy. I, no, no. I just want you to. I want you to trust me. I didn't leave because I wanted to leave you guys. It's not like oh, I couldn't trust you because oh, dark seeded past. No, I just didn't want you to die. Well, not for my, not for me, not for decisions I made fifteen years ago as a young stupid Nautilin. I wanted to be able to fix this because they were going to hurt you that moment. I didn't want to lose you. I can't lose what family I have. Tazi's taken aback. That's the first time he's ever heard Ko speak about the crew in that way. I can only say, I guess, uh, thank you. At this point, um. Just remember that we were also upset that you were gone because of the fact that this is, for lack of a better term, you guys are the only people I really care about aside from my mother. Um, and uh, Kale's nodding. You know, I mean, he's not. This he, is this is certainly not uh, easy to talk about in general. But you know, having you gone was like losing an arm. It was like losing a vital part of us, and you know. It affected me in a certain way, and it obviously affected Corel in a certain way. About this time, you hear footsteps behind you, and Tazi can look up and see Corel approaching, and she hands him a glass of golden liquid, and she's holding two more that are less golden and more frelpy looking. Tazi reaches up and, and takes the, the, and the glass. She crouches on the edge of the pot and hands one down towards Ko. Oh, this will be good. Ko takes it. He looks it up. may or may not have truth serum in it. You'll have to judge. <laughs> That's fine. About that time, you notice A1, who's been quiet through most of this, is just standing there with hypo spray in his hand. You know, you don't and need... You, you see him slowly kind of pull it off out of your vision, and you hear something kind of tink <laughs> on the ground. Kay just shakes his head and downs the drink. <laughs> well, I think we were going to... Is that going to be a toast? Uh, uh, he's, no, 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 no. Just no, swallow it. Just swallow it. It's not all out. No, no, no. There's enough. There's enough. I'll give you a little bit more. Just drink what you have. Thanks. Now I don't. Now this went. This became gross. There you go. Yeah. Just, sorry. Sorry. Yep, sorry. It's just you want to just pull me a little bit there. Yeah. I just Tazi pours a little bit of his into Chaos glass. As Tazi mentioned, yeah, the problem is kind of for me. I don't know if I can trust you again because you won't trust us. I get the whole oh you want to protect us thing, but I've been protecting myself since I was ten years old. Tazi isn't any slouch either. A1, okay, you can protect the hell out of him. That's fine. But uh, I guess what Kale was trying to say after you, after you had stepped away a minute was Oh, no, that, I was eavesdropping the whole time. I'm sure you were, but, I mean, I get what he's getting at. He literally had to make a split-second decision, and he did not have time to include us on the decision. It was a, I go now and go do this thing, or his decision impacts the three of us in a much more negative way than him just not being here. While I can see that point of view i would also point out he had time to talk to a1 for a good long time and instead of giving him that information they came up with creative distractions so we wouldn't notice he was gone he could have left that message with a1 you see a1's dome shaking back and forth no 
you showed us the recording, Awan, of you and him talking. That was like a minute and a half. Oh, yes. yes, and you guys spent time recording extra recorded voices, so we would think you were in the in your pod. I mean, that was literally and that you were sick. No, that was why like, couldn't you have just said, it, "Hey, uh, this li- is going literally out. going." What would I say in a pod? Right No, Yes. All right. That's okay. I'm not coming out. See, I can do that again. It's really fast. I know what I'm going to say from here. And, and I've got other recordings of his voice. That he does that too. Okay, it's kind that's, of creepy. That's not the point they want. The point is, is he could have given us the information. We needed no. to not worry no, no, about no, someone no, we considered no, like, family. Like, like, literally, you, what you don't see in that video is Hickster standing, like, right there. Like, right yeah, there. Like, was. I'm right here. You know, you see me in the video talking, right? Hi, that's KO Face. He's doing his thing. And then there's a I1 doing his A1 bbd boopity thing, you know, being an, an android robot thing. Right next to that, another murderous creature known as Hickster. It's not like, like, he called me on the phone, and I was like, oh, okay, no, I'll do this. Oh, let me just wrap this up, get some delicious meals in me, you know, get a couple drinks, and then talk to A1, have a conversation for, like, an hour, make some video, you know, do some other recordings, and then Bob's your uncle off he goes. No, it was like, hi, I'm Hickster, hey, I'm gonna blow up your ship, come with me, murder this dude, or they die. Now. That's what happened. And then Hickster was like, all right, go ahead, do your little recording thing. That way they have a message. But I could have not left a message. No, it's cool. Let me just drink my throat. That's fine. I get it. Right? I'm a bad man. All right? I, I'm a bad dude. I got it. Sorry. It's not a matter of good or bad. It's more of a matter of trust. And right now, I don't know if I can trust you as much as I thought I could. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I'm not trustworthy. Whatever. I trust you. I know, A1. I know. How long until we get to Durham? We've got a couple more hours. It's a a long flight. Let's just just remember this, okay? Jawas that live in glass sand crawlers shouldn't throw rocks. Okay? We all... None of us sitting here can say that we've always made the best decisions, and those decisions have been made in regards to the rest of the people in their lives. That's fair. Right? None of us can say that. None of us. No. That's accurate. Carl's kind of looking up towards the ceiling, just thoughtful. That being said... I mean, we've always protected each other. We've done the best we can to do that. And in this case, K.O.'s best to protect us was to have to leave us for a while. And leave us in the dark. And I'm not happy about the decision. I'm not happy either. But, But I'm not happy about the decision. But I understand. After our brief discussion here, I understand it a lot better. And I can't say that in his place, I wouldn't have made the same decision. Thank Especially you. given the circumstances. Thank you, Josie. Yeah. I so, appreciate it. So that being said, we're back together. We have someone we have to take care of back yes, there. Very true. So <sighs> let's put this aside for now. If you need more time to think about it, if you got to... If you gotta let it roil around inside you for a while, that's fine too. But we we have something we have to take care of. Isla deserves that much. So, please, let's just put this aside. Understand that we are not going to necessarily agree on this topic. And let's see what we can do to move on as as a family, I guess. As a family. Alright. Siblings fight all the time. But they're still siblings. Yeah. And don't forget, he stood by you when you were about to go to jail. So did you. Although that reminds me. What? We have to talk about your memory. Because that video... What about it? ...you showed is not what happened. Yes, it is. No, it's not. 
Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. That is exactly how it is in his memory banks. Yeah. Okay, which one of you guys edited it then? Wait a minute. What am I thinking of? Neither one of you has the skills. It was them. I know, right? They they couldn't hack me. Okay, yeah. That means you did it to yourself, because I'm the only other person who could have done it. He turns it. I didn't do it. But if you edited your own memory, how would you remember? Well, then how would you? uh, How would he be able to answer that question? I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. Have you seen? You've seen this video, right? Oh yeah. Okay. It is not accurate. I'm gonna get a drink. I'm gonna get another drink. Does anybody else want? I'm gonna get some more drinks. I'll be right back. I'll take more for help. Look, it's not actually accurate, A1, because that's not what happened. Do you want to look? No, I know that's what's in your video, but it is not 100% accurate. Okay, let me think how to explain this for you. Remember you used to get wiped, right? And remember how you still kind of remember things from before that, but not everything? Well, yeah. So let's have a hypothetical moment, okay? Okay. So we're having this discussion right now, right? Yes. So what would happen to your memory if in 10 minutes I go back and erase this discussion? Would you remember it? No. So would your videotape of it be accurate once I erased it? No, Perhaps I used it wouldn't a filter. Be there. Right. Or if I put a filter overlay of like a silly mustache on KO or Tazi. They don't really have a silly mustache, but on your video it would look like that because I edited it. You have edited your own mind, which is really kind of you know. And she just kind of crouches down and hugs A1. I see what you did there. I don't approve of it, but I appreciate it. A1's dome turns and looks right at Kao. What what just happened? I forgave you. I'm not happy with what you did, and now I need to go make a com call, but I understand why. You know. She gets up and goes into the cockpit and closes the door. Kao climbs out for A1. I, but I don't understand. So, I'm not 100% accurate, but I think you might have actually adjusted your memory banks. I don't know that. I don't know how any of that works. I'll be perfectly honest. I did not think it would actually be possible for you to redo your own memory banks so that you don't remember doing your own memory banks. But, hey, I'm not a computer guy. I just shoot things. You know, could you maybe do something about my leg? Because it hurts like the dickens. Kaiser returns with some drinks. Uh, well, I got... Here's your, your fro. Oh, thanks. Um, Do you actually put anything in that? Because I need it. It is. This is... This. Hold on, yeah, let me let me, let me me give you a little dab. A little dab will do you. All right, thank you. Thank um, you. He pours there. a little in there. And, like, you, you look down and you see, like, the like left side where the ACL of the, the leg would be is just kind of gushing oil at the moment. That's going to be a, a pain to get out of the pod. You know that, right? No. I, Don't get that in the upholstery. I'm trying not to. <laughs> uh, you know who might be able to take a look at that? A1? Um, I could. A1 could, but technically he's not the chief engineer. Oh, oh, miss, I don't trust you, lady. Well, maybe, just, you know, side note, maybe asking her for help would help with that. Shows yeah. that you trust her. Except she, like, puts something in me, like some She's kind of, like, tracking bug She's or something. She's not gonna do anything that like that to your leg. But she can at least possibly repair the, the leak. Oh. All right, all she, right, fine. I mean, it's not that much different than our converters in the back. Oh, it's, I mean, it's just a... Cybernetic leg Except it bends and it's attached to you. And it moves when I think. And she doesn't need to put a tracker on you. All right, well, I don't want to interrupt her phone call or whatever she's just doing. Just catch her when she comes back yeah, out. She's got to walk past the pot anyway. All right, maybe I'll just, like, move some of this oil so she walks through it so she looks... No, don't make her slip and fall. 
I mean, no, don't, no, that's not right, a, even uh, an option. Right. I'll just, I'll just look. I'm like pretend a, we didn't have that I'll conversation. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just look like I'm in pain then, because yeah. I am. It's yeah. a lot. You have to remember, we're not allowed to prank Corel. Right, because she doesn't yeah. trust us anyway. She's, so no, no, no she, no, she, she orders. trusts us just fine. It's oh, just, just me, just me. She doesn't trust me. Right, it's all right. Yeah. It's let's just say it's easier to maintain Corel on an even keel if we cut if we do not prank Corel. Got it. All right, no pranking of Corel. Check. Correct. Ko just kind of plops down because moving his leg at this point is becoming pretty much impossible. Well, uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, We've got a few hours left. I'm, I'm going to go actually relax in the lounge for a bit, um, lay down on the couch, sounds, try to take a, sounds good. a couple Zs since Corell's in the cockpit. All right, so the camera cuts over to Corell in the cockpit. You said you are going to make a comm call? Yeah, I'm going to make a comm call to Jedi Master Elshane at the Jedi Temple. Okay. Um, so, Corell, you make the comm call, and you hear... Jedi Temple, how may I help you? Um, this is uh, Corell from the Kralitz Fang. I'm looking for uh, Master Elshane, please. And then you hear the comm pick up. Hello, Corel. Uh, good day, Master. Um, do you have a moment? I've come across some information that they felt I needed to share with you. Yes, I have time to speak at the moment. Go ahead, child. Uh, Master, uh, it has been brought to my attention that um, the video that you and Master Kukruk saw on Tula that apparently well, exonerated me, was doctored, unbeknownst to me. And? What I told you was correct. The method of the Whippet's death was definitely at my hand. A1's recording. He was trying to protect me and edited his own memory, so what he saw is what he truly believes happened. Then that is what occurred. To him, yes. but From a certain point of view um okay i guess i just wanted to clear the air and i don't feel quite right about what happened though you should not feel quite right but this is part of growth in character you were exonerated because of the good you do the balance that you keep both myself and the other master agreed on that point. Ah. Oh. The local laws in regards to self-defense were, at best, lax. And while we are held to certain standards ourselves, the sheriff also wanted to ensure that there were no further issues. Ah. Oh. All right, um, I, I won't keep you, but uh, yeah, th that's all, I guess. Uh, thank you for the clarification. Simply remember, Corel, that your view or point of view on a situation is not the only one, nor the only possible correct one. I will try and keep that in mind. Thank you, Master. May the force be with you, sir. And she disconnects at the same time he does. Krell finishes her call. The yeah. cockpit door opens as you guys finish. And Krell sees K.O. sitting there with his leg up. And A1's just scanning it and talking about, oh, I mean, I can make this a little better. I can make that a little better. 
Oh, uh, you wanted to talk? I'll, uh... Yeah. Oh, are you trying to upgrade his leg? No, I... I if you do... Okay, don't do jets on it, because no, he'll be unbalanced. No, hey, hey, Corel, I mean... What? Uh, no, could, could you fix it? I don't really want Robot McGee trying to make things better. <gasps> A1 turns and just rolls down the hallway rather quickly. <laughs> and then, like, he stops at the end and turns, and, like, his little uh, optic kind of blinks for a second. Which you know is his version of a wink. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then he just rolls into the lounge. And the camera stays with you, too. Yeah, it looks... Wait, are you feeling pain from the cybernetic leg or where it's yeah. grafted? That's a weird leg. Um, yeah. Why don't we go back to your med bay and look at it? That'd be great, thanks. Can you help? I can't really walk on it. <sighs> she, like, pulls your arm up over her shoulder. She's still holding her glass, also. And she helps you down to the uh, med bay. Thanks. Helps you up on the bed yep. and pulls out like her pad and starts running a diagnostic on your leg. What kind of weird things is she going to see compared to a normal cyber leg? Oh, it's like fully integrated into my leg. Uh, hard mechanics check then. And I want to say probably a the black die because I'm not used to dealing with cybernetics okay. at this point. <laughs> uh, so I've got a failure with two advantages. Ow! Eh. Eh, you found no, it. Okay. Um... Okay, well, this bio-cyber organic interface isn't anything I've ever seen. Um, I... Does this hurt? Ow! That... Ow! Ow! Okay, I, I, yeah, and I see a spurt of oil. Uh, yeah, and since you're not day one, I know you're not lying. Yeah. Um, Ow. Okay, Ow. let me try uh, this. So with the advantages, can I turn off his pain receptors in that area? Sure. Okay, let me try this. And she hits something on her pad. I now feel nothing. Okay, that's probably better. Um, did you get a manual with this, or...? Yes. Can you send it to me? Maybe. Uh... Is it, uh, is it in your room? Did we leave my bag? No, we threw it on board. Oh, it's in the bag. All right, wait here. I'll go look. All right. It's big, by the way, when you get it. So Crow goes down to the, the cargo bay and gets into the speeder and, like, rummages around with it until she brings out this big green duffel bag that weighs about 40, 50 pounds. And she kind of hauls it back up and sets it down next to Kao. All right. This it? Yes. All right, she that will be the one. She it and, like, pulls out, for like, a scope, yeah. padded scope <laughs> container and, like, another bit, you know, pieces of the, the barrel rope come out. Yeah. And then finally, she comes up with this yellow pages size book. That's the one. Yeah, that, that's that, it. Okay, hard copy. This is, yeah. um, you know, they could have just scanned it. Um, this is going to take a while. All right. Why don't you get some rest? I'll start reading this incredibly detailed. Wow. This is, okay. Um, and she kind of just sits against the wall and, like, props it, the book up on her, on her knees and starts reading. All right. Ko just kind of looks at her, nods, and lays down. <laughs> Probably falls asleep because at this point, this is the most comfortable he's been in like weeks. All right, yep. you guys are working in the med bay. Uh, camera shifts over to A One, rolling into the lounge, and it's empty. A One looks around the lounge, doesn't see Tazi. Uh, rolls over, plugs into the computer, does some stuff on the computer, and then he rolls away from the lounge. He heads down towards the boys' room. The door is open. He looks in and sees Tazi uh, sitting next to Isla. He's holding her hand, and he's got his head actually resting against the side of her head, and he's sound asleep. And A1 starts to roll in and then stops, backs up, rolls up to the cockpit, and just takes the spot where Tazi would normally sit and begins to monitor all the sensors and making sure that nothing's going wrong while they're in hyperspace. 
Uh, cut back to the med bay a couple hours later, uh, and there's actually a little montage of Corel reading a book, which is fascinating. There's actually a, a quick cut of her, like, with her head down on the pages, and she, like, jerks awake, and one of the pages tears, and it's still stuck to her forehead. Uh, you can still hear snoring from coming down from the, the corridor from Tazi, a little bit from Kao. And then finally she, like, finishes the book and kind of stands up and walks over to Kao, and while he's still asleep, tries again to fix the leg. I will spend a destiny point to uh, upgrade my green to a yellow. I have a success with an advantage, so with that I should be able to restore full functionality. And actually, uh, with the advantage, I'd like to give him the ability to turn off the pain from that leg if it comes up again. Okay. And once she's done, she just kind of shakes Ko's shoulder. <laughs> Let me out! No. What? No. Ko, you're okay. Uh, your leg. I turned it back on. You shouldn't be feeling any pain right now. Is it? Uh... I, I don't know. Okay. And I put a uh, a program into the leg okay. that if you think at it, it you can turn off the pain receptors. Oh, that's pretty useful, actually. Don't. But remember, don't leave them off for long because pain is, you know, it means it's damage. Right. Body's way of telling me that it's hurt. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. You should write that down. I, it's in, like, most medical textbooks. I haven't studied medicine. No, it's fine. That's what I did. So it's, Sort of. Anyway. It, it's it's done. You should right. be okay. Um, Excellent. Thank you. You can go back to sleep if you want. I'm going to go check on Tazi. He probably fell asleep and is drooling into his golden drink. Oh, yeah. You know, actually, I mean, K.O. does, you know, like, some, some movements with it. He's like, you know, I'll, I'll join you. We might as well get into the, the lounge and maybe grab something to eat before we land on Doro. That's probably a good idea. Can you try that Womperette noodle recipe? It was. Oh, yeah, no, I could try that for you, yeah. All right, all right. Then we walk down to the lounge and. It is 100% empty. Uh, he must be in the cockpit. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Do you want to start on that? I'll check I'll the do cockpit. the Womperette noodles. And I'll be you? back in a minute. Right, yep. So, Corell wanders off to the cockpit. K.O. starts up the uh, stellar walk. Lord, yes. It's a good time making some snoodles. Da, 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 da. So what does girl do when she goes up to the cockpit? And what does she hear? Because I expect little <laughs> noises or something. A1's just sitting up there watching all the sensors. And he hears you walk up. Uh, hi. You are a little short and yellow for a Duros. And not a Duros. I was expecting Tazi. He sits oh. in that chair. You usually plug he, in over there. Yeah, he's sleeping in his quarters. Oh, did he get the top oh, top bunk? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. All right, carry on then. Carl wanders back down the hall, and she turns to go to her quarters. She, like, walks by. The camera's actually watching from inside the room. And you see her walking by, and then, she, like, you can see her backside stop. And then she backs into camera view and looks and sees the tableau of... Tazi, head against head with Isla, and they're both breathing. Tazi's snoring, a little bit of drool on her pillow, and she just walks back to her room, grabs something, and returns to the uh, lounge. I found them. Uh, you found who? Well, um, apparently A1 thinks he is in charge now. He's piloting. Uh, I mean, that's Ka- all right. I Ka- mean, it's not like he can do much. We're in hyperspace. Right, I know. That's what kind of confused me, but whatever. But the... Uh, Tazi's uh, in his quarters. It, it, it's actually kind of cute. I should have grabbed the. I should have gra- taken a hollow of it. Actually, no, she runs back out. No, 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 no. Kind of poke, and you see from inside the room like a little her data pad poker on the corner, and then you hear, and then she comes comes back. I got this. So, uh, look at it. 
Uh, it's adorable. It I'm is not adorable. Lie. I mean, look at the drool. That's a little gross, actually. Well, I mean, it's cute that he's that. It's a thing. He's, he's worried. That's fine. Yeah. I do actually need to check on his slur, but I'll let him sleep a little bit longer. Oh, uh, we didn't have a few of the things for the, the, the Womp Rat noodles, so... Okay. It's just missing a couple of uh, spices. It's not anything else. It it's not. doesn't look like there's any meat in it, either. Well, we didn't have any meat. Well, I'm not in charge of replenishing our supplies. That's Obviously, I was a little preoccupied as well. Well, it was so, A1. I'm well, blaming. then we blame A1 for not having I'm meat. blaming A1. There's a lot case. of oil, though. It was kind of weird. Well, you had a lot of oil, too. Yeah, in my leg. Yeah, I know. And did it's, you see the puddle that goes all the way down? I almost slipped in it twice. That's too bad you didn't. I'm right here. Oh, sorry. I was imagining how funny that would be on a video. It, it came out wrong. I don't want you to slip and fall. It would just be funny if you did. Uh-huh. I was this close to saying I missed you. That, I and missed now, you too. Now I'm kind of, I, I'm kind of rethinking that. Uh, I mean, I mean, I need to go clean up all the oil anyway. So maybe I'll miss you after that. All right, excellent. She starts giving herself <laughs> some food. Keo goes into the the main area where all of the oil from his leg gets spilt, um, and he kind of does a quick uh, dry mop of the stuff just to get it up and, and clean. And then he kind of. <sighs> takes a, breath, a little deep breath and he's like well alright here we go and uh, he walks in with his med bag to uh, Tazi and Isla Tazi Toz, yeah, gently reaches out and, and slightly taps Tazi on the shoulder Tazi Tazi what I need I need to I need to check on Isla's oh. vitals and stuff oh um, sorry sorry I'll, no, no, um, I'll, I'll get up no you're fine you can stay right there just, just adjust to the side I just need to be able to Make sure she's doing all right. No, no, it's fine. I should go. I should go check on the the ship. We're good. Sure. Nope. Nope. Top, nope. A one's already on it, from what I heard. No. Uh, okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. just relax there for a minute. I'll just you wait here. Make sure you know. We'll we'll see I'll what's just, going on. I'll just knock. I'll just kind of lean this way a little bit. That's yeah. perfectly fine. It's okay. You uh, gonna do a medicine check. I don't really, I mean, it's just... You don't need to. She's fine. She's right. stable. Good. Everything looks fine. You just know you can't wake her up from the coma right. without her freaking out, causing more injury to herself. Right. So, yep. I adjust Tazi gently so that he's actually able to lay down and relax rather than be propped up like all weird. He doesn't wake up with a kink in his neck. Right. Gotcha. Ben, thanks, Mom. I think he just called me his mom. Right. Okay, just kind of walks off and actually shuts the door. And we cut to the ship coming out of hyperspace over Duros. Tazi, you know all about Duro. You know the planet itself is very, very heavily polluted. Most of the population lives in one of 20 orbiting cities slash platforms. There's lots of shipyards orbiting the planet. And what's left on the planet is all factories and mines. You know that the best place for you to go for medical treatment is Orbital Platform Delta Four. A1 from the cockpit, comms KO. Uh, yes, cockpit? Um, we're over the planet, and I don't know where to go. Could you... Uh, yeah, no, I'll get to yeah. the one second. All right. So, KO gets out of the gunnery pod, because that's where he was. He was doing some work and cleaning up inside. And he walks over to the, uh, to our room, K- uh, KO's and Tazi's room, and he opens up the door, and... <laughs> so, KO walks up to him, and uh, again, gently, kind of tries to wake him up gently. Tazi. 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 Yeah. We, yeah, okay, what, what, we're what we're, in, we're actually in orbit above Duro, so. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. Um, give me a minute. I'm gonna. Yep. I'm gonna That's all right. I'll head up to the cockpit. I'm gonna step in the fresh air real quick, and I'll be out. That's in all a right. Second. 
no problem. So, okay. How's, how's, how's Isla? How's she doing? I mean, she's stable and still in the, the coma, which is good. Otherwise, she'd be probably not good because the damage is I, I get it, extensive. I, I get so, it, I get yeah, it. but no, uh, other than that, she's actually stable. So. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to step in the fresh air. I'll be out in, in just a sec. All right, sounds good. So, KO then goes a little bit down the hallway and uh, hits the comm button on uh, Corel's door. The door opens. Yeah. We've, uh, I mean, obviously, I'm sure you felt that we, we stopped out of hyperspace, but we are above Doro, so. Oh, yeah, he um, woke me up. Um, is Tazzy up yet? Yeah, he's up. He's, uh, he's just going through the fresher really quick, and then I believe he's going to take us to whatever platform, station, thing, whatever we are here. Okay. And then uh, we'll get Isla to uh, the doctors, so. Yeah, okay, cool. While you're still at Corel's door, yeah. Tazzy steps out of your shared bedroom. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't changed his clothes, but he definitely is like wiping his face with a piece of cloth. All right, uh, I'm headed up to the cockpit. Where's uh, Where's A1? He, last I saw him, he was in the cockpit too. So he's also in the cockpit. Yeah, he, he okay, was uh, okay. keeping your chair warm. Oh, nice one. Um, all right, I'll get up there and uh, we'll get uh, we'll get taken care of as far as landing and everything. Sweet. I know where we need to go. The, the best place to take her anyway, I think, if it's still the right platform. Uh, I'll meet you guys. Up, I'll meet you guys up front. Sounds good. Thanks. Actually, we both basically fall in lockstep behind you. Yeah. You get to the cockpit. A1's sitting you know, right where the normal piloting chair is. He turns around. Oh. Uh, and he turns no, and no, wheels No, over. You're, you're fine, buddy. Just um, go ahead and uh, set a course for orbital platform Delta Four. Um, I'm going to get on the comm and see if we can get some uh, permissions to land there and get some emergency services going or ready for us when we get there. So um, go ahead and set the coordinates and, and take us over there. He plugs back in and starts programming in all the coordinates. And Tazi sits down in front of the, the hollow unit and... Sits there thinking for a minute to try to remember the comm code for the medical center. After it comes to me, enters it and, and then connects up to an operator. Orbital platform Delta Four. How can I help you? Um, this is the uh, the crowd's thing. We're coming in. We've got somewhat of a medical emergency. I've got a, a person on board that's in a, a medically induced coma. They've been pretty gravely injured. We need some services. Very well. Please proceed to landing platform twelve. Do you need an emergency medical vehicle to meet you there? Uh, yes, please. A um, uh, medical speeder would be great. Very well. And then she hangs up. All right, anyone, uh, take us over to uh, uh, Landing Bay 12. It's an emergency platform. They should have a speeder waiting for us when we get there. Yep. He lands. Your guys' ramp lowers. You see a speeder sitting down there so waiting for you. Ko Ko gets out and has, he's uh, helping the, the emergency medic staff. Uh, he helps them up. Uh, he's like, all right, this way to the uh, the bedrooms. We She's down here. Uh, all right, hold on one second. And he's helping them adjust and make sure that she gets on safely. He's discussing with one of the medics who's come down. He's like, she's in a, currently in a, a medical-induced coma. I am worried about bringing her out of it before we even figure out what's actually wrong. She was damaged pretty severely uh, in basically an explosion uh, and some, some we're not sure if any shrapnel has actually gotten into her body I stabilized as best as I could but the problem is, is I didn't know too much about the, Dur- the Duros physiology to be able to uh, fix that so uh, sorry about that sorry I'm, I'm just really nervous for her they listen to everything you're saying and they're recording it and you guys get her on yeah. to the speeder Tazi's, Tazi's like left the cockpit completely to A1 as he kind of follows them off the ramp to the speeder. Tozzy, go with them on, on the speeder. Uh, the rest of us can follow. Yeah. Yeah, A1 yeah. actually followed Tazzy out, and at, just as you're about to get on the speeder, he tugs on your pant leg. Um, yeah, 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 buddy. But I, I, I think maybe I should stay here and fix the ship. I, I can't fix her. Yeah, at no. least I can 
do something. Tazi kneels down very quickly and kind of just says, yeah, yeah, you know, while I'm gone, you're in charge of the ship. Okay, buddy. All right, we'll do. And Carol comes down the ramp at that point, and she's carrying, like, a overnight bag. Uh, and it looks brand new. I mean, there's still a price tag on it <laughs> and such. And she walks up to Tazi and puts it in his hands, like, your spare overalls and some clean underwear. We'll catch up to you. No, yes. Go. Think you touched my underwear. Well, they were still in the package. Okay, okay. You no, never so you anyway, no, Do no, you no, have no. a change? No, no, for, no. Forget it. Thank you. Thank you. I'll, I'll go. I'll, go. We'll catch I up. I won't be far. I'll be. I'll be in yeah, contact. We know where you're going to be. Don't worry. Thomas, when you have a room number or something. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I will. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, guys. And uh, Tazi turns around and runs kind mm-hmm. of to the speeder. Yeah, they let you in. You sit next to her. Um, there's one person driving the speeder and one person in the back monitoring all of her vital signs, and he's communicating back to the hospital exactly what her situation is we kind of watch him go off and it's like all right uh a1 can you reach out and see if we can find out what what we need to buy to fix up the ship oh call uh take care of that call uh what was his name hold on hold on we're on doro oh yeah we should definitely call his mom well yeah but we right that's a good call but uh, i think his name was uh sleazy owl or not maybe not sleazy owl i'll take care of it you guys just go there get there for him what yeah all right so ko and corral you guys take your speeder and head to the hospital yep okay uh camera stays with a1 as he rolls on the ship and he actually rolls right up to one of the communicators terminals and he kind of pauses and then he plugs in and we see a hollow image of a middle-aged erosian woman pop up yes um sorry to interrupt you ma'am my name is r3a1 i am the chief inventor on the Crowlitz Fang, and we, we need your help. The Crowlitz Fang? Where are you? Uh, we are on orbital platform Delta Four over Duro. It seems that Ensign's girlfriend is hurt, and we're here to help her. My sweetie's on Duro, and it didn't call me? Y- yes. What? He, he is going to have He assigned work. me to do it. What platform again? Uh, I am on landing platform 12 on orbital platform delta 4 i can meet you here and take you to him yes that little bastard do you know the last time he called me uh i believe he called you when we found your husband he what uh when we found you found his body i thought they would incinerate that by now no he's alive why would you do that to somebody that's alive that's horrible he he's what he's alive He's my on Tula. Oh my galaxy! I have committed adultery and I didn't even know it! There, there's a pause and you see the little astromech droid kind of turn his head to the right and then turn back. Um. Y- y- yes. Um. And no. And m- maybe we should just talk about this when you get here because I feel that maybe I've already said more than I should. Yeah, he should have called. Uh, I will be right there. The camera fades as A1 just kind of what what just happened? And then the camera pans over to the, the emergency vehicle pulling up to the hospital, and they are escorting Isla into the hospital. Tazi, you see a team of people come out. You've got a couple doctors, some nurses, and they're very efficient. And you happen to hear one of the doctors uh, say, well, I hope she doesn't need Bacta because we're out. And then they rush her into the hospital. Wait, wait, you're, you're, out, of, oh, you're out of Bacta? How are you out of Bacta? One of the EMTs uh, looks at you. Yeah, our uh, supply from Thyfera is not coming any longer. We're not sure why. But I'm, I'm sure the doctors will take care of her. Don't worry, sir. 
your wife will be taken care of. She's, well, she's not my wife, but aside from that, so when is that Bacta going to get here? Is there anything? I mean, I've got a ship. I've got a cargo ship. Is there anything we can do to get the Bacta here sooner? Can, can we pick it up? I, I, I don't know, sir. You'd have to talk with the hospital staff. <sighs> All right. Um, who do I talk to? Uh, somebody in administration. Can you maybe give me a name? The, the EMT looks at you as he's kind of closing up the speeder. He says, uh, Meaty is in charge of hospital supplies. Meaty. Meaty. Is that a is that a being or a droid? Uh, that's a a Duros. Okay, no, that's that's fine. I just the, the name sounded like it was a short for something. That's forget, no, forget it. You're fine. Meaty, got it. And then he shuts up the, the emergency vehicle and pulls around the corner. And about that time, you see Ko and Corel roll up in your guys' speeder. Tazi like kind of waves them over. Uh, you can't you, no, you can't park there. They're gonna they'll tell the speeder. You gotta you gotta park in the in the visitors' lot. I'll I'll go park the speeder. You okay. go with him and yeah. tell me where you If you are. leave it there, they're gonna, it, we'll never get it back. All right, I'll All right. go park. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go get park. it. Yeah, I'll make sure to get the ticket. See if they validate. Thank you. Okay. So, you know, before she gets here, the, apparently they're uh, having a back to shortage right now. I'm sorry, a back to yeah, shortage. Yeah, no, a medical facility has. Uh, you know, the maybe it has to do with the conflict. I don't know. I didn't really think they had that much to do with the conflict, but maybe this is a way station. I, I have no idea. They didn't explain it very well, but they're having a back to shortage, so they may have trouble treating her. So I'm, I've got the name of an administrator. Uh, maybe there's a way we can get some back to sooner. I mean, I, I mean I, we can go pick up a, sh- a shipment or something. I mean, I mean that's uh, that's the only thing I can think of. I mean, if we don't do that, then, then we'll just be sitting here waiting, and I don't think that that's good for anybody. Yeah, we, we have maybe two, three gallons of back to tops. But I need I need that phone case. We do anything. Yeah, I mean, that's not going to be enough for what, no, not at all. It doesn't seem like it'd be enough for what they're going to need to do. She's pretty badly hurt. Um, so I'm gonna I need to talk to this administrator. I mean, honestly, if they're going to use Bacta at all, it's a mess, and that, that'd be uh, probably hundred, two hundred gallons just to be able no, to no, get a phone totally in it. That's what I figure. I've never been in one of those, but I've seen them before, and they they look pretty intense. Um, expensive too. Oh, Corral, Corral. Yes. So. I was just telling Ko. Like, apparently, the hospital is having a back to shortage. So a back to uh, what? Okay, that's so, what I said. No, probably due to the war. What that, war? Maybe the the war that's going on. Oh, you've been Ball gone. Haven't you? Yeah, I, I'll explain in a minute. But uh, yeah, it's probably the supplies are low. Things are being shuffled around. So well, then why don't we just go get it? Well, I'm gonna. That's I'm gonna well, talk to the administrator yeah. and see after we get Isla checked in and they they get her situated at least to start. Right. I'm going to talk to this administrator and see if there's any way we can speed up this process. All right. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Let's get inside. If they need money, I got that too. No, right. no, we're, we're, we can pay for treatment. Right. That's fine. Okay. Okay. All right, then. Let's do this. Let's go in. Let's go in. All right. You guys go in. There's a directory. Uh, Tazi first looks at the directory to see where they may have taken Isla. I assume it would be to like an emergency department, but mm-hmm. they kind of just ran her in while I was talking to the, the yeah. emergency medic. So, yeah, you can tell based on how all the flow of traffic is in here. They took her right straight to an emergency room and there's several people that are actually in that room. You can see it mm-hmm. in that room working on her. There's medical droids, there's medical personnel. Uh, she's being well looked after right now. So I'll go to the the desk in the emergency area. Look, I, um, I'm, I'm kind of with the the woman they've got in the the surgery there, uh, she doesn't have any family here. I'm I'm her contact. Fill out the form. I grab it from Tazi. I grab it from Tazi and start uh, filling it out. 
Okay. Um. Do you do do we know how long she's gonna be in there? Do they did they tell you anything yet? Do we know anything yet? Uh, I have no information, sir. I'm sorry. Okay. Um. When the doctor's ready, they will come out and talk to you. Okay. Um. That that's that's fine. Thank you. Um. Do you have uh, the commu- contact information for where? Where's me D here? Fourth floor, room four twelve. That is the head of purchasing and supplies for the hospital. All right. Um. Uh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, sir. Tazi turns around and kind of walks back toward the seating area for a second. We don't have insurance. Uh, whatever, I'll just put down something. Yeah, just, just, you know, that's fine. The form basically reads like, patient name, Isla, last name, blank. Injury from vehicular explosion, uh, no insurance, uh, last known job, no idea, vaccinations, no idea. <laughs> it's the worst filled out form in, in, like, galaxy history. And Carl just hands it back to her. I, I I've got a picture of her, if that helps. No, we're okay. Okay, well, it's a before picture. No, it is a after picture. Never mind. Okay, um, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. I, yeah, thanks. I, um, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait to see what they say about Isler. I don't want to be too far. Do you guys mind we going can talk to talk to, to the Meadie? Could you guys go talk to Meadie? That's fine, yeah. yeah. That's, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Are you sure you want to be alone? Yeah, it's, it's fine. I just, um, I'm just gonna sit here and just think for a bit um don't i'm fine i'm fine don't worry about me let's if if they need back to and and that's going to help this situation then that's probably what you know we should be worried about that okay i mean they're gonna they're doing the best they can in there with her but i don't want to go too far so i'm gonna stay right here all right we'll we'll be right back all right uh let's go go over to the elevator and go up to the fourth floor you guys go up to the fourth floor you find the purchasing room admin wing kind of wander down there like knock on the door just for reference Corell and I together look like a very not friendly pair because, like, I'm decked out in my laminate, you know, my laminate armor with my yeah. my pistol on my side and my like cybernetic leg, and I'm a little worse for the wear in my face. I got some scars now and some like some pink tissue from like damage that's happened, and my my tentacles are a little rough shaped. Corell's a you know a strong like. Like, yeah. And she's wearing like leathers and stuff, so like we're not like we're yeah. not like just friendly people walking off the street either. Yeah, and she's got you know blaster on her hip and looks pretty serious. So. Mm-hmm. You open up the door to the purchasing uh, supply office. You see, uh, there's one male Duro sitting behind a desk that's right up front, and there's a couple more in the back. And the male that's sitting at the uh, desk is just kind of got his head in his hands, kind of looking down, just shaking his head. And then he kind of looks up. <sighs> yes. What can I do for you? We are looking for uh, an administrator named Meaty. That is me. Ah, we understand you have quite a back to shortage. You could say that, yes. Uh, Any particular reason why? Like a certain supplier? We're from a cargo ship, and we may be able to help get some? Well, most of our shipments used to come from Thyfera, but... That's where Bacta comes from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They... For some reason, have cut all um, back to off from other planets. I mean, it could be something to do with the war that's going on, but uh, they shouldn't be able to just remove it from all well, hospitals. I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe the, maybe they're trying to gouge prices. Who knows? I wish I could tell you more. Um, but they, you have like a a company you do business with there, and we can try and go get some. No, I mean, we we are pretty fast. We are good at what we do. Uh, Vertex were the ones that we dealt with. They right. don't have companies per se because they all work together. Right, they're a Unless bunch of giant bug creatures. Correct. 
I wish I could tell you more. So, do you have a contact there that you usually deal with? Uh, the Vertex are an interesting species. Is when you talk to one, you're talking to them all. Correct. Now, hive, hive mind. Yeah, ah, literally. Okay. So, to answer your question, I don't have one direct contact, and I'm not trying to be difficult. I just we're at a loss. We've exhausted our resources. Well, we can see what we can do for you. Um, I know of a couple. Oh, 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 I got it. What's that? What would it be worth to you? Ha. Huh. Yeah. Carol looks kind of proud of herself for remembering yeah, that. Because Tazi's been trying to teach her. He kind of puts his head down in his hands, and you see kind of a real painful look and kind of a, a look of sorrow. And then he looks up, and he's actually got tears in his eyes. To me, saving all the lives of the people that we can't. That's what it's worth to me. I, I think she actually meant, like, a credit value. Um, no. Uh, that, no, it's, 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 it's Okay. I, I'm sure they would pay us whatever the going rate is for Bacta. That's that's not the problem. I, we'll see what we can do, sir. Um, I do expect hazard pay. Uh, yeah, it's a TV show he likes. The the hazard pay show. Uh, he really likes it. Um, I, she gives you a look. It's like, let go. Let go. I don't get to watch TV much right now. You're a sad, sad little man, Come on, come on, K.O., let's go. And she grabs you by the back of the armor and starts tugging you out the door. All right, all right, I'm coming. Okay, that's not good. What's not good? Well, if an entire planet has decided not to send back to the hospital, something must be going on. Yeah, we can go to the planet. That's what we're going to do. Get the Bacta, come back, they pay us money. Yeah, I mean, but let's, let's, I guess we shouldn't be bothering them about finances at a time of Planet, possible planet. Are you going to really take his boohoo? Is it like a real thing? He was sad. He's an admin. He doesn't care. He's not a doctor. Well, he wouldn't have emotions if he was a real admin. It must be affecting him for a certain reason. Yeah, because he's getting yelled at all the time. Plus, Isla needs Bacta. Right, that one I'll take. Okay, well, let's go. Do we, I mean... I kind of feel like we shouldn't even bother Tazi with this, but now just I think uh, he'd be on. really cranky if we didn't really, tell him. Really, really quick though on this one. Oh, Tazi and Isla like oh a thing. I'm sorry, you totally didn't. Um, well, it it started when we landed. It was actually really kind of cute, and we're doing this while we're going down the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like watching a couple of younglings when they first, you know, when the hormones kick in. Oh, they were really awkward around right. each other, and they, it's it's. it's it's kind of cute. I don't think they've actually done anything yet. I, I would uh, think no. But, I mean, you can tell he's actually... I mean, I don't think he feels that way about anybody. I don't think so. No. I mean, so that's... Let's not pick on him for I'm it. I'm not let's gonna. That's why I asked you. That, and that's why I'm telling you. So let's uh, let's be sensitive to his needs. And then the camera cuts over back to the Krellitz Fang. And A1 is outside. He's actually talking to a couple of Duros. And a speeder approaches, and we see a middle-aged DeRose woman step out. After all these years and it still looks the same. A1 just turns around. Um, hello, Mrs. Tazi. It's nice to meet you. A1, my, my name is Verita, but uh, you can call me V. It's short and sweet, kind of like me. Y- yes, ma'am. How tall is Verita? About five foot three uh, and a very attractive oh. middle-aged DeRose woman. Yes, ma'am. Is, is let me just wrap up my business with these two gentlemen, and I will take you to the hospital. Is T all right? He's at the hospital? I know you said that earlier, but I wasn't really paying attention. I was I was kind of angry. I mean, I still am angry. I have a right to be, you know. Uh, who, who's T? Oh, I, I mean, all his friends used to call him Tazi, so I imagine... Oh, yeah, that's what we call him, too. Yeah. he He's fine. His girlfriend's hurt. His girlfriend? Yeah. He got a girlfriend? Yeah. 
Her name's Isla. We met her on Na- Naos 3. Is we she were... ugly? No, ma'am. I don't think so. Aww. But I'm a droid, so I don't really have those feelings. My little sweet tea's blossoming. If that's what you call it. You know, his daddy was off. He never really had that talk. I didn't have that talk with him about growing up and doing things that boys do. So I'm just happy to hear that he was, you know, going after, you know, doing the right thing there. Oh, it's okay. Kao's giving him the speech and taught him what it's like to be an adult. Who's that? Let me deal with these repairmen and we'll go. A1 turns around and basically wraps up a little speech with a couple repairmen and says, you know, they strike a deal for them to fix the ship while he's gone. And then he rolls over and gets in the speeder and waits for V to join him. What happened to the ship now? It's looking a pretty ragged. What have oh, you been up to? So when we were leaving Naos 3, we got attacked by some pirates. I think they were actually after Kao, but he won't really tell it 100%. Now, now who's Kao? That, that's not the girl. That's that's Isla. Right. No, Kao's our gunner. He, he's a Nautilin. He's... He's really good with medicine, and he's very big and strong and brave and handsome. Even really? though Corel doesn't think he's handsome. But she called him handsome once, but then she doesn't do anything with it. He thinks she's beautiful, but he won't do anything with that either. It's very strange to me. I don't understand them. No, no. Back to the handsome part. Let's just go. I'd like to meet him, too. So with V's last statement about uh, K.O. being handsome, A1 basically plugs in the speeder and takes off as fast as he can possibly get the speeder to go and gets to the hospital. And the camera follows V and uh, A1 as they roll into the hospital. And you guys walk into the emergency room and you guys can see, well, V would recognize Tazi and A1 would recognize Tazi, Karel, and Kao all standing there. They're just coming out of we, the elevator. We just, we, just can't, we just walk up to you at this point. Yep. And your backs are to V and A1 because you guys are facing the other way. So Tazi, we, they have a back to sor- shortage from this planet. Uh, they don't know what's been cut off, so I think we can go get some. And I mean, it should be an easy run if you want to stay here. I mean, I, I don't. I, I want to stay here, but if I just stay here, it'll drive me crazy. Uh, I can't. Yeah, do I mean, anything. they're going to be able to do, do nothing anything. until we get back to. Uh, that's true. All right. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, we gotta get the ship fixed. Once we get the ship fixed, maybe we can make arrangements to go get some back to. Sweetie. Tazi's eyes go very wide, and Ko gets really excited. And Farida runs up to Tazi and gives him a big old hug. And Corel like turns to look and almost gets bowled over by this Duros the same size of her. And she like leaps onto Tazi, and I'm like, "What?" Uh, Tazi's arms go wide in like shock, but then after just a second, he like gives his mother this this the biggest hug you've ever seen Tazi give with his uh, little tiny string what, bean arms. Ko and Corel literally looking at each other, pointing at that like what's a one rolls up. Hey, one. Hey, what? Hey, what? what Who's that? This? That's V. Who's v? Who's v? Oh, guys, guys, this is this is this is my mother. This is. Oh, hello, Mister. Hello, hello there. Yeah, this hello, is. but Tazi, you bastard! You didn't call me. Tweets from the dark side. Justin asks us all a question. What has been your favorite part of the story so far? Can I answer every time A1 gets to mess with the group? But that's not just one. No, you have to pick one. No. I think my most memorable moment is when Tazi shot Dooku, because we all looked at him and were like, are you insane? We are going to die. That was a pretty good moment. That was that was a good moment. 
Mike? You know, I was going to say, like, we've had a lot of great adventurous moments, a mm. lot of cool character moments, but I think I appreciate the stuff that happens between adventures more because it's typically the stuff that pushes us to like expand the characters a little bit and our relationships that's very true like the times that we go to the bar and i think a, a commenter mentioned this as well on reddit to us uh, and it kind of stuck is that you get to see the characters like grow like mm. it's when you it's when they ask the questions that they won't ask because they are afraid to ask them any other time but when we get a little bit of you know sometimes golden pod racer in us you know, we get a little bit of beverage in us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, the characters get a little bit more open, a little more free. That's fair. Uh, we tend to have some funny moments when that happens, but we also get some good character moments. That's true. And, and so, like, those are those are the ones that really reach out to me more than even some of the crazy story stuff. Like, you know, like uh, flipping the ship on a dime and, uh, you know, saving the orphanage, you know. <laughs> the orphanage <laughs> the moment orphanage. was pretty great. You know, that was, a, that was fun. It was cool. It sticks out. But I think whenever I think about the show, I think about our little, our ball, our bar crawls as little capsules of ourselves getting to explore those kind of extremes to our characters that we don't get to do in the regular story because we are a more serious show. I, man, I don't know. Like, I, I enjoy a lot of um, uh, the humor that we do. Like, as, I don't know. As a player, I enjoy story-wise. I've enjoyed not necessarily the in-between times, but some of the moments where we aren't necessarily on the beaten path. Kind of like where we kind of get off on a tangent sometimes. Sometimes that's where some of the more interesting stuff happens. Not necessarily like that I don't appreciate what Chris has done with like our story, but at <laughs> sometimes when we get ourselves into things that he was not totally expecting, <laughs> we oftentimes are able to create literally something out of nothing so I mean, some of those stories are pretty great so I'd say those moments are my favorite yeah okay thanks Chris, <laughs> thanks, Chris. <laughs> yes uh, yeah. uh, to me some of my favorite moments are more when the crew is in the more serious bonding moments the conversations with A1 and Tazi when he's trying to figure out why don't Ko and Karel get together it's obvious there's an attraction and then Tazi has to explain to A1 why they're not getting together. I like those moments better because I think that just adds more depth to the characters and not just rolling dice. From I mean, from what everybody has said so far, for me, again, it is the moments where we are role-playing. Role-playing games are about going on adventures and telling stories and all that, but the moments where we actually are sitting down and it feels like we're inhabiting the characters themselves, not just doing voices... That's kind of what it is for me. I think that's what really makes me want to do this over and over again. I think it's exploring more emotions than just combat, if that yeah. makes sense. Cool. Sweet. I agree. Uh, what's Richard's next question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode's Patreon backer is David Dunn. Thanks, David. Thank you, David. We appreciate your support of the podcast. A Redemption Podcast is played using the Star Wars role-playing system by Fantasy Flight Games and Lucas Books. Please interact with us on social media facebook and twitter at redemption pod instagram at redemption podcast visit our website redemptionpodcast.com please leave us a review on itunes stitcher google play or whatever other podcatcher you use this will help people find us and if you like us please consider using patreon our patreon is patreon.com redemption until next time